It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. As president, I will once again stand strongly with the state of Israel and we will cut off the money to the terrorists on day one. Wasn't a high energy speech from Trump in New Hampshire yesterday, but he said a lot of important stuff. It wasn't all uh, wasn't all rosy. No. It's kind of scary, in fact, but I mean, it had to be said. So the question would be, do you think had President uh, Trump been president, would Antony Blink, well, he wouldn't have been there, but would the Secretary of State or would the head of the Defense Department or whatever Justice Department, whatever department you pick, would they have ever released the $6 billion in funds to Iran? No, God, no. In fact, it was Trump administration that froze it. So... None of this would have happened. I I truly believe him. And you see the liberal press going, oh, yeah, right. Trump claims that he would have had world peace. He did have world peace. And now the Abraham Accords, actual world peace negotiated in the Middle East, those are done. Because Saudi Arabia has cut off negotiations with Israel. Nice work. Good job. You know what? There was peace in the Middle East. Not anymore. This is going to – where does this end, this war? When the Gaza Strip is completely wiped out and thousands of people are killed, I don't know. You know, I I, the the sad part about it is, you know, Hamas is is that's the group. These these terrorists are killing Israelis. They're bombing Israel. Israel is now retaliating. The problem is, there's thousands of people in the middle who are just stuck. That's right. They're not members of Hamas. They just no, happen to live on the Gaza Strip. They're not, you know, they're part of Israel because they're, Isra- they're Israeli and that's where they live. But these people, these innocent people are getting killed because of what these idiots are doing. And you've got Palestinians who want none of this used as human shields by Hamas. Yes. A- and yet, and yet you've got these idiots in New York calling them freedom fighters. Oh yeah, when That's they're using supporting. A, when they grab a ten-year-old kid and put him in front of him to use as a human shield. Yeah, yeah go ahead, try to shoot me. Shoot the kid first. Wow. Uh, by the way, uh, as far as the update on that, Israel says it's regained control of the border between Israel and Gaza, so they they think they would made great progress there. They cut off all water supplies, fuel, everything. Wow, it's electricity. Amazing. It's amazing the control they have. But at the same token, who's suffering? How many, you know, how, granted, I, I, I don't know any Palestinians. I've never met anybody from Palestine. But, I mean, you've got Palestinians who are going to suffer now and who are going to die for something that, you know, that, yep. that, that maybe they don't even believe in. Yep. It's very sad. Very I hate sad. war. I hate war. But it's, anyway. It's disgusting. Now, Trump, here's the real scary part. We'll get to something funnier here in a second. But he really tied this into the border concern, which I think more, this is the good part of it. More and more of us are aware of our southern border now because of it which will put pressure on them. People pouring into our country and we have no idea from where they come. The same people in many cases, the same people that just attacked Israel. Can you imagine what this guy has done to us, what he's done to us? That would have never happened. The attack on Israel would never, ever have happened. I agree. I agree. And, and you know what? what? What's even scarier to me is what he just said. How many are already here? I know. It, it's really, it's a big concern. Well. And if you think that we obviously because of 9-11, we're not exempt to any terrorist attack on American soil anymore. And now you're going to they're going to be homebred just like the terrorists that attacked us the first time. It's it's horrible. And how do you the question is, how do you corral it now? I don't know. It's like the you know the cows already out of the barn kind of situation. That will tell you though. I mean that that's I think that's jumped up to precedent number one for Trump in office. Like day one is is really looking for you know troublemakers 
looking at the terror watch list, finding out who is in the country, if you can find him. That, that's now priority one when he's back in office. If you can find him. Right. I mean, look at the 750,000 Venezuelans that now can work because they got temporary work orders from this administration. You, were any of these people vetted? I'm not saying that people from Venezuela are bad, but you can't tell me. If I'm a terrorist and I know Venezuela is going to get special attention and they're going to get special credit, I'm going to go in through Venezuela through Mexico. Of course it would. Why wouldn't you? Of course. Trump talked about that a little bit more because we have Chinese men by the thousands came through the border. I like that. Speaking of Venezuela, mm-hmm. Venezuelan gangs, like all of them, coordinated, oh, like not even in pieces, mm-hmm. the entire gang okay. going up, you know, setting up cells and coordinating with what they already have. You've got the amount of fentanyl coming in and terrorists. So, yeah. Good job. Question is, what a, what a what a hell of a job Biden's been doing. How do you how do you corral that after they're already loose? That's the scary part. Now, of course, he did take some time to Take some shots at Joe again, oh, which is which is Joe. a tradition every time he's on a stage. Of course, he finishes his speech. He lo- looks, oh, well, he has no idea. You know, there's always a stair there, a stair here. You could even walk off the front, jump or something. Do some. He usually walks to the back into a wall. Yeah, there's a wall there. <laughs> oh God! And just listen to the end of this. One. Can't walk off the stage. Can't put two sentences together. And yet he's negotiating with President Xi of China. <laughs> Sad but true. Oh, it is true. So true. All right, you need a nice fluffy distraction story, and I think we got one because we got a real life one of these. Oh, Great Pumpkin, where are you? Well, I'm writing to the Great Pumpkin. The Great Pumpkin is going to get letters in Half Moon Bay, California, because that's where the Great Pumpkin contest took place. Great name for a town, by the way. It is Half Moon Bay. I, I would assume their bay is half a moon. So I'm going to hope it's on the bay. I would hope. Uh, the winning pumpkin, by the way, not only was the winning pumpkin at the Half Moon Bay Pumpkin Festival, but it is also the world's largest pumpkin. Oh. It just broke the world record. It weighed in at 2,700 49 pounds. That's a car. That's a, that's a <laughs> that's, minivan. That's a, that's a Mini Cooper. There's no doubt about it. Uh, some This guy, Travis Geiner from Minnesota, he's the farmer. Uh, he grew it. The previous record was just over 2,700 pounds, so he beat it by I don't know how many pounds, but that one was grown in Italy. Now, because he broke the world wow. record, he gets a $30,000 bonus. Nice. Okay. And he gets to sell his 2,749-pound pumpkin for $9 a pound. Nine bucks a pound. So he gets over just over like 20, almost 27,500 bucks plus a 30. So he's walking away like 57 grand because of this big pumpkin. Which I think is great. But who's buying it? I don't know. Like, what are you going to do with it? I, 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 I don't know what they do with it. Like a like a processing That's, plant, so you can can a bunch of I think pumpkin I, innards. I know a lot of it is used to make you know like pumpkin pies and pumpkin breads and stuff like that. And they I know they give it to the, like homeless shelters and stuff. But I don't know who actually takes it and buys it and makes it. And I want to know who gets to carve it open and clean out all the goop inside. Oh God! <laughs> wow! You it's know, bad it's, enough it's, with your pumpkin at home. You're like, oh, I hate this part. They had to bring in because the pumpkins have gotten so big. I guess this is a big festival in Half Moon Bay that they now have like a tractor trailer scale <laughs> is what they they measure the weight of these things on because they're so big. That's awesome. They said it was like eight and a half feet wide, six and a half feet tall, or seven and a half. I mean, this thing's huge. It's probably not even edible. It's probably so chock full of miracle Grow and Scott's. It's it's poisonous to the touch. But it's huge. 
Wow. But uh, they, 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 you know what? If it's cracked, it, it doesn't qualify. So just That's think right. how careful they got to be. They oh. got to get it out of the farm. They got to go out in the field. They got to pick it up carefully, 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 put it in the back of some truck, drive it all the way. He went drove this thing from Minnesota to California. So do you insure it? I, that's a great question, Can Bill. you call up farmers and say, hey, got to yeah. be good. <laughs> Maybe that's, I don't know. I, we I would are farmers. Dun, 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 dun. All right, we'll update you. Uh, latest we're hearing out of Israel and the American hostage situation. Different numbers on that, but one is bad. I yeah. mean, it's just preposterous, U.S. response to. And uh, I think we know who's going to win the World Series. We do. The team that has the most awesome rally song in their clubhouse. It, they- it's powering them. Really? Oh, it's fantastic. Okay. We'll get that right. more coming up next. The Self Little Morning Show. Keep it here. And that's why I'm here today. I'm here to declare myself an independent candidate. And there you go. Wow. Bobby Kennedy Jr., running for president as an independent. And I swear to you, you brought it up before. I think the, a big part of that was the Democrats, the DNC, refusing to give him as the number two candidate on their side, Secret Service. Yeah. It, they just, it, as is his right, they refused him. And, and and you know what? If you had to pick any family name in the history of this country that deserves right. Secret Service uh, you know, protection, it would be the Kennedy name. In fact, I mean, what happened gracious. to his father and uncle changed the way a lot of the procedures go, a lot of the protocol, with the Secret Service. And he can't get any. Kennedy, when he was president, by the way, was the reason there is Secret Service, because he used to walk around downtown Newport all the time. Boy. By himself, just hanging out with the kids. So he's in. He's a factor. I think that part of it's undeniable. We can all debate all day long about who he's going to take more from, what's going to happen, how long he's going to stay in the race. He's not going to win. But he's a factor. He is I mean, a that, factor. That part of it is is non-disputable. I bet you, does he win New England? There, see, this just is fascinating. Based, just the, based on his name. The traditional, like, blue dog working-class Democrats who still, to this day, don't realize what's happened to their party, that they've gone complete communist, They this is really appealing to them. A lot. Oh, I bet. Which is why, and that's where the theory is coming out, that that would take a lot more from fill-in-the-blank Democrat, whoever it's going to be running for president. It's not going to be Biden. So I don't know. Jeez. Because I, 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 I can tell you, if my mother were still alive, she'd be looking at this in a heartbeat. Because she was one of those diehard Kennedy fans. He's got a lot going against him, though. First of all, we can start with this because we can acknowledge it now. That sweet, sweet singing voice he has. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah, it's tough. But you know what? You know what the interesting thing about it is? And you brought it up yesterday. The more you hear it, the more you get used to it. It's weird. I found that, too. That's really weird. And you know what? You hear him talk like five, six, seven times. You get yeah, Then you get used to it. You do adjust to it. And yeah. I, I didn't expect that. Yeah. So that might be a moot point after the fact. And, and you know, saying. in the, the dire straight of the state of the nation right now, people probably would be willing to look past that. The other factor is, how's the Trump campaign going to respond to this? Diener just saw a statement from them, which is really interesting. And I, I figure it seems like it's part of their M.O. They're probably going to go in full attack mode right now, which probably, mm, I don't know if that's the best move. Yeah, it was. I was kind of shocked by it because it said, uh, you know, official statement from the Trump campaign that it's nothing more than a vanity move to cash in on this family name. It's like, whoa, oh, wow. Boy. And okay. that was the first volley. That's not oh, exactly geez. an olive branch. That was the, the first Trump one they yeah. throw out there. Right. That's not good. They're setting, setting the tone. So, so much for our uh, 
theory of, you know, maybe trying to sit down with RFK Jr. and try to make a deal about an attorney general or some cabinet okay, position. But, okay, let's all back Jeez. up, though. Let's go back to the, the last presidential race. He destroyed everybody that ran against him. Yeah. He gave them names. He attacked well, that's him. That's true. And then they all became allies at the end. That's with true. With the exception of a few. Fair. So. I mean, this just, this just may be the Trump roadmap. Let's attack first. He called Ted Cruz's wife ugly. He did. Yeah. <laughs> and there's no bigger supporter of Trump in the Senate than Ted Cruz. Right. Right. So it's, it's you know, maybe maybe it's all one of these wink, wink, nod, nods. This is what I'm going to do. It might. Uh, maybe. I, I, I don't know. I don't think he... he I don't think he's going to hate Kennedy. I, I think really the don't. difference here is that those were people in Trump's party, and now you have basically a wild card yeah. with RFK Jr. as an independent because there was some early polling, and I don't know what poll this was from, so it might be a little skewed, but it was showing that as far as registered voters are concerned, they'd be more interested. 48% of Republicans would be interested in Kennedy versus 14% of Democrats. Wow. But the overall wow. you know, straw poll for president has Biden at 32, RFK at 14 as an independent, and Trump at 33. So they still have Trump winning, but RFK taking a chunk in the middle. So it's it's obviously way too early to say, but just that initial polling is kind of interesting. But now we can sit back and read the polls and see where he lies and how much power. He's one of the most powerful guys in the country now yeah. after yesterday. True. Just because a lot of people need to appeal to him and, and, and kiss his butt now. And I think he's going to win New England. Wow. That, that, is, would, that would be wild. I, you know, you don't come from New England, Diener. I mean, Bill and I, I, I mean, I'm and I'm old, the oldest one here, so I remember John Kennedy. I remember John Kennedy as president. I remember that Frank Sinatra changed a song to make it a political campaign song for Kennedy. Who does that? Yeah. I mean, the man ran the world, and then he gets assassinated. His brother's coming up as the attorney general. He's going to be the next president. Fortunately, he never gets to see it. The Kennedy name is like God in New mm. England. Still, really? Till this day. I, I swear to you. I think yeah. it's a little different now, but any sports bar that I knew of growing up, any bar establishment, he's two things guaranteed on the wall. A picture of JFK. Right. And Bobby Orr's goal to win right. to win the Stanley that's, Cup. That's, you're right. One of the, you gotta have both up there. That's, uh, it's that's amazing. It. Hmm. Well, anyway. All right, we're got uh, we're gonna get into uh, rapid fire here in just a couple of minutes. We'll cover the uh, we'll cover the stuff going on in Israel, what we're hearing now, uh, domestic response to that too. But we'll have some fun stuff too, including this story about the Texas Rangers. I gotta get to. I, I, I this don't know my, this story. If, if, if I bet on sports, I'd bet on them now to win the World Series. Oh, even after see, the, Braves is, the, the Braves' <laughs> great play last night, that great game that they had. They've got a superpower rally song. Okay. This is so good. We're saving it for rapid fire. A wow. Te- a rapid fire tease, okay. my friends. <laughs> All right. I can't, can't wait. It also means we went too okay. long in the other segment. Whoa. But we'll call <laughs> it a tease. <laughs> <laughs> rapid fire and more. Coming up next, the Seth Morning Show. Keep it here. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. A lot of crazy stuff going on in the world. We'll update you. Doesn't mean we can't have some fun, too, though. A little, uh, little Whitman sampler of news in Rapid Fire. Jen's got the first one. Well, it's kind of hard to ignore what's going on in Israel and Hamas. Uh, Israel just launched a massive airstrike on downtown the Gaza City. Netanyahu says we have only started... As of now, the war has already claimed at least 1,600 lives, including at least 1,000 Israelis. I do believe four Americans are involved in those deaths. Uh, 11, I think, actually. Oh, it's 11 now? Yeah. And they said they have 18 American hostages is what we... uh, 
last heard, whether or not that's true. Uh, the State Department, they're trying to tell us that that $6 billion they gave Iran had nothing to do with the funding of any ammunitions <laughs> for Hamas. No, and nothing. You believe no. that? we got great land to sell you about <laughs> 10 miles it's, inland. And it's so obvious that Iran funded this that even the Wall Street Journal was reporting that yesterday. That they've, planned, they've been playing this since August. They met in Beirut and they helped to fund this and plan this entire operation. Wonderful. Isn't that lovely? Yeah. Look, look at the goodwill. Like, who would be against it? Look at the goodwill this administration could, uh, you know, create if they refroze those funds. Just refroze it in, in, in times of uncertainty. So just, just put the place, put the hole back on. Who's going to say, oh, Iran needs its money? Is she to leave? I don't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah probably. Her. Yeah, her, her. But that's for sure. Uh, but don't worry, guys. At one o'clock this afternoon, we will hear from our fearless leader. Oh, thank God. Uh, Biden is going to address the nation on what we're doing to help Israel. I needed so much to hear his his voice to, to come. My spirit. So <laughs> please, please, Mr. Biden, please, we need you. The sad news is Hamas has threatened to start killing hostages yeah. live on television. They actually said that. If they kill an American hostage yep. live on television, which they may well do, what happens next? Is, is, is you know, the old man going to go back and take a nap? Yeah, really. Put another lid on it for the day so we can talk to a special counsel about his classified documents because that's it's, what they did yesterday. It's yeah, scary. There won't be anything from us. And not like anybody wants to start throwing nukes at Iran or anything, but still. It's got to be. I, I, how do you let an American, if that happens, how do you let an American be killed and, and have the world watch if that happens? Strategically, and do nothing? Stru- I mean, strategically speaking, and I'm trying to put strategy into the heads of these barbarians, mm-hmm. but with Iran, they're very strategic. I mean, at least the, the regime there. And I think they would tell Hamas, you can't kill an American on live TV. Right. God forbid they do it to anybody, but they know that would cross a red line. I mean, they're barbarians, so I don't know how much common I, sense they're going to use. I think it'll be the first person they kill. Hmm. And also, you know, they've already achieved probably what's goal number one. Saudi Arabia said we're breaking off relations with Israel. We just can't, you know, because we have to support our... Uh, you know, Palestinian neighbors and blah, 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 blah. So think about this for a second. Where Trump administration was able to literally achieve peace in the Middle East with the Abraham Accords, that's right. gone now. This is the damage that a weak America has caused. It's scary. The amount of damage that this administration has done, it, it, it's... What, it, what did you, you can't say yesterday? You can wrap your head around it. What did you say yesterday? I, I fear saying what could come next. Honest to God. Yeah, don't say it. I feel, like, I feel like we're trying to beat the clock just to get them the hell out of there. Oh, but they're, they're, they're running a wonderful, wonderful administration, oh, Bill. Well, expect more of this today. There should be a third day of competing rallies. And it was getting a little, uh, little spicy yesterday in New York City. So here's how it's all breaking down. They got a pro-Israel rally yesterday for the second day outside of the U.N., Supporters of Palestine Palestine gathered at Times Square in a rally, and then they kind of met because then there were protesters from both sides arguing with each other in Times Square. Here's the the, uh, pro-Palestine rally, by the way, has been endorsed by the New York City chapter of the Democratic Socialists of America. Oh, isn't that AOC's group? This should clear up any confusion about who's on what side of what because these ridiculous ignorant liberals who have supported these Democrats for years that don't even realize how far left their their party has gone. Well, I, I this guess. is what you're supporting now. You're actually, it's not 
It's not pro-peace. It's not let's talk things out. You're supporting Hamas is what you're doing. And you know who's doing it? The Democratic Socialists of America. That's where this stands. So let me ask you this. If you're a Jerry Nadler or you're an Adam Schiff or I'm just trying to think of other Jewish Congress people or, you know, highly effective businessmen. How do you how do you support any of these people that are allegedly in your party? Look at Talib with their Palestinian flag. It's whoever pays them off. They don't care. It's and horrible. There's, not a, there's too many dumb people that that don't pay attention to what's happened to them. It's, 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 to me, it's, it's you know sacrilegious. These people need to be just shut up. So we'll see what happens with the rally. There were more supporters for the pro-Israel rallies because they saw you know the, some of the horrific stuff in some major American cities, you know, supporting Hamas. So... I think American Jews have been coming out and supporting that. Well, I hope so. And others. So we'll, we'll see what happens today. Wow. But there'll be a third day of rallies. Yeah. Just, you know, like you say, keep an eye on those. Um, this is interesting, guys. And I think this is this is fun. Looking into the future, I don't know where the world is going to be in 2028. But if we're still around, then we can look forward to the Olympics in Los Angeles. I forgot the Olympics got approved for Los Angeles in 2028. I remember and they were there before. Yeah, that's right. Well, how long ago was that? A long time. Early 90s? <laughs> that was 1984. Is that, oh, so even mm-hmm. the 80s and the yeah. Rose Bowl and everything? That's going to be a mess, though. It is. I don't know how you're going to do that in L.A. It's so congested. What are they going to do? Well, what are they going to do with all the homeless people? Yeah, well. Just curious. They by gotta, then. They're going to have the homeless Olympics. Oh, yeah, no. They made. <laughs> homeless Whole Decathlon. new categories. Wow. Just work them into it. I'd watch. <laughs> you would too. Well, aren't the Olympics next next year? Right? Where yeah, are they? In Paris. In Paris, right? They get their own. They got bed bug problems now in Paris. Oh no! They got an infestation across the country. I don't mm-hmm. think they're gonna have bed bug Olympics, and I don't. I don't, <laughs> I don't see, know. Give it time. I don't see homeless decathlon on this list of new sports that have been added for the 2028 Olympics. But I'm excited about these. They start to be approved in a couple of weeks, but word is it's gonna go through fine. Croquet. No. Oh. They are adding. <laughs> Kind of close. Pickleball. No. Oh. That's coming, though. (laughs) It's probably in 2032. You're right. Baseball and softball are going to come back, which is good because that was around uh, for a while and then it went away. Cricket, which hasn't been in the Olympics since 1900, which were actually Paris games. What is cricket? I don't even know how you play that. You're telling me we got rid of softball, but we're putting cricket in? Well, they're all coming back. Oh, okay. Yes. So baseball, softball. Oh, okay. that, That combination with cricket. Flag football. Is going to be added in, which, listen. Seven on seven? Yeah, I think probably. Uh, Women awesome. and men? Yeah, probably. I mean, any variation of football that you can add to the Olympics, that's really cool. Homeless flag football. Yes. That'll work. Would you watch? Yes. I'm in. <laughs> it's squash, <laughs> squash and lacrosse, which lacrosse was in it back in 1904 and 1908. So lacrosse is big now in the yeah, United it is. States. Yes, it, it is. is. Yeah, it's really and big. I don't know about squash. I don't even know what that is. It's basically rat racquetball. It's kind of, for all intents and yeah. purposes, it's kind of along the same lines anyway. Pickleball okay. instead. I would say I would like to see pickleball instead. But cricket is huge around the world. It's it is. You're right. In Asia, Europe, even down Australia, New Zealand, it's huge over there. I just mm. know what their bats look like. Yeah. Sticky wickets. Yeah. That's <laughs> right. Sticky wickets. Right through the wickets. Wow. Well, I have fascinating news for the two of you. Oh. We all love Stranger Things here, right? Sure. Sure do. Caitlin Schneiderhahn. Works on the show. One of the writers is now writing Stranger Things Flight of Icarus. It's set two years before the events of Stranger Things Season 4, which was the last season, right? It shares an exclusive excerpt on Entertainment Weekly. You can check this out. But it reveals it's all about Eddie. The Eddie guitar, Munson. 
the guitar-playing last scene of Stranger Things, as we well know, his love for music and his heartbreaking past with his mother. So after Stranger Things, I can guarantee you there's going to be a prequel and it's all going to be about Eddie. Big character. People love him. Yeah, oh, yeah. Do well. they couldn't, he's going to come back, too. They can't kill him off. I know. I'll watch that, and I'll watch Homeless Flight Football in the Olympics. <laughs> watch both. Homeless Cricket. <laughs> oh, you in? <laughs> they got to do something with all the homeless people in I'm LA for those I'm just saying. Games. Work them in. <laughs> all right. Uh, if I was a betting man on sports, and I can't because I'd go crazy, I would bet on the Texas Rangers to win the World Series. Why? Why? Pretty me- mediocre season at the halfway point. They were 38-33 and 33 at the All-Star break. Wow. And just going nowhere. So they started listening in the dugout and in the clubhouse to a certain band and a certain song just to have some fun, and it turned their season around now. Made the playoffs. They're about to beat uh, the Orioles. Really? They wound up with a record of 90-72. and 72. They knocked out the Rays. They're up two games to none over the Orioles. You know why? Why? Because <laughs> of this band. Yeah. Creed. Oh, gotta be kidding oh, me. That's good stuff. That's like having God on your side. <laughs> that's oh. the, that's their rally song. Oh come on. No. That's the song they're playing in the dugout that rallies oh, them. Well, that's the good whole stuff. album. Oh my god. You know that's the highlight. Wow. You can't. They're gonna I win the World I Series. I got news for you. It make me run too. So maybe that's why they're doing it. So Watch out, so well. Texas Rangers, baby. Yeah. I can see that being played at the trophy presentation right oh. now. Oh, my God, help us. <laughs> Watch out for the Rangers. I really? love it. Yeah, this is, oh, my God. Oh, Creed is so good. <laughs> I love Creed. <laughs> it's so great. Um, I'll finish oh. off with this, guys. I thought this was pretty funny. And I didn't know <laughs> NFL players played fantasy football. They, I thought they couldn't. Well, Isn't oh, that like gambling? That's, that's risky. It is. If there's no money involved, I guess you can play. Because Travis Etienne, who is a star running back for the Jacksonville Jaguars... <laughs> they were playing uh, in London over this weekend. They beat the Bills in right. London. And Travis Etienne had a great game. I have him on my fantasy team. I was very happy. But apparently he wasn't so happy from his own great game because someone who he was playing against in his fantasy league had him. So he ended up losing because he did so well because the guy who's playing uh, had him on his fantasy team. I can see it happening where he's like, he's running for a touchdown and all of a sudden just, he wow. intentionally fumbles just like so he can slides. win his fantasy league. That's right. Oh, I don't think God. it's a good idea. No, it's a little no, dicey. No. Yep, I don't yep, think it's yep. smart. Yeah. I thought they couldn't play anything like that. Yeah, I was surprised. I guess they can't. If there's no money involved, I guess you can do it. Uh, okay. Not a good sign. <laughs> Watch out now. I don't know. Uh... Israel update, Powerball update, as well as Amazon Prime days. Isn't All to talk about next. Isn't it convenient that the Powerball is that much? You're not kidding. Mm. You've spent already. In Amazon Prime days or today and tomorrow. It's coming up next. The self Little Morning Show. Keep it here. But by attacking them, they've made a mistake of historic proportions. We will exact a price that will be remembered by them and Israel's other enemies for decades to come. That's Bibi Netanyahu wow. with the message yesterday. And boys, he's holding true to that. They're saying it's just beginning. As Our time this morning, there was a big, big assault on Gaza City itself where they were taking out Hamas targets. That's probably the latest update for you. Yeah, he said uh, that he was basically going to change uh, the geography of the country. That's not good. Whew. Wow. Wow. They called up, you know, you think about it, but they called up 300,000 reservists. Right. Right. And and, and I, we had this conversation yesterday off the air. When you live in Israel, you have to serve in the Israeli army, do you not? Isn't yeah. that like part I think of— it's two years required? 
because that's where Gal is it Godot, Godot, however you say her name. Mm-hmm. That's where she got all her training from. So it was like, holy cow. So they called everybody. Oh, wonder if she went back. Yeah, I gotta wonder. I don't know what the age limit is, too. I bet you they can change that. See, yesterday was the day where the military experts are coming out, and you start to get the forensics and the details, and you start to talk about what this war is going to be like. Some of them, and to every single one of them said the exact same thing, the most horrific door-to-door urban combat that's ever been seen. You've got an area, I think they said it's twice the size of Kentucky? And you got close to, it's one and a half million people crammed in there. Door to door with human targets and booby traps. Wonderful. It's going to be ugly. Ugh. But it, you know what? They said Netanyahu called it, to, you know, Israel's 9-11. Right. Just think of how you felt as an American. I, I mean, my ex-husband, I remember, was like, I'll go back in. Yeah, you know, right. And he was way too old. But if they had changed the age limit, he would have gone in in a heartbeat. So, I mean, maybe that's how the Israeli former Israeli military feel the same way. Yeah. I, they want to come back and fight for their country. You'd have to imagine. Uh, better news, different news. Powerball is now up to one point seven billion. Seven three. Don't shortchange no, it there, Bill. That's a lot Bill. of money. I know. <laughs> Come on, it's uh, the second largest. Uh, they said the second largest jackpot in, in in history. So I don't know if it's our history or I don't know how many other countries have lotteries, but. I think the biggest was what two point oh one is what we decided something like that or oh four yeah, the LA one so that was that one in Los Angeles yeah that little bodega where they whoever it was I think it was that guy that just bought that very large house you were talking about wasn't that a holiday one was that around the holidays I'm trying to remember it might have been like in between Thanksgiving and Christmas but yeah it was jackpots are like biggie. storms to me once they're done and I know I didn't win I'm done well it was like the one in Neptune Beach yeah you know we all said oh my god and we, we, I was even we were all calling friends that we knew in you know, Jacksonville going was it your ticket like they're going to tell you anyway and that person their attorney came in and picked up the ticket and you can I found out because of that ticket which was one of three in the $1.6 billion jackpot or whatever it was, uh, you can remain anonymous. I think it's for 60 to 90 days. So, <laughs> you know, it's like giving you, you like escape. It's giving you like a lead time, like a head start before the attorneys and, yeah. and financial people and relatives come running after and you. And that'll be it. Yeah. Well, Jen's so. going to need to win this Powerball because of the money she's already spent on Amazon <laughs> Prime this morning. Well, it's Amazon. Day one. This is second. You know what? You can't tell me this isn't successful for Amazon because look at how many Prime deal days they have. They got it today. It's the second event. They did it. What? In June? Is that when they did it? I think it? it was June. It was recently. It was recent. So they do it today and tomorrow. Uh, it's tech, home goods, fashion, entertainment. I have not been on Amazon yet, but usually they do these lightning rounds where they offer something that's, you know, if you want it at an incredible price. So, but you just have to be online. They just get you to stay online all day. That's all. And you ignore everything else that you're supposed to do. Hence why I haven't been on yet. That's what I'm saying. Because I would be there shopping right no, now. No, you haven't. You've been shopping. Your credit cards are <laughs> melted already. <laughs> They keep on up in my empty with my Amazon Prime card. Uh, that's how there they you get go. you. Okay, we'll raise that another thousand yeah. dollars. It's like okay, thank you so very much. We'll spot you. Sure, yeah, sure. Thank you. I'm like Vegas over here. Uh, President Trump's reaction to Israel. RFK announcing he's running. Latest from Israel, and then we'll lighten it up a little bit with uh, the most popular couples' costumes that'll be coming to your door for Halloween. Cringy or not, you decide. You dressing up this year? No. Okay. That more. <laughs> Just thought I'd ask. It's like, it's like Wednesday Adams, a homicidal maniac. They look like everybody else. <laughs> All right, that more. Coming up next, the self Little Morning Show. Keep it here. 
It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. This is 9-11, but it's in Israel. They kicked us from our land. They occupied our country. Well, there you go. There's the two sides, two uh, <sighs> competing rallies, and it got a little... Uh, Got a little dicey yesterday in New York. That was day two. I would expect more rallies pro-Israel and the other side. pro They're actually saying it's pro-Hamas now. Wow. Uh, two different places in New York City has been the focal point for that. But I would expect day three of that. I'm surprised there really weren't more protests here with as, as large of a Jewish population that we do have in here in South Florida. Right. Miami, I know they had. A, did they have any in Boca? I don't know. Uh, they must have, Right. I would assume. I mean, I, I have a lot of Jewish friends who live in Boca, and right. they, go to a, they all go to the same synagogue. So I'm assuming that they probably had rallies yesterday. The pro-Israeli rally, the one in New York, was held outside the United Nations. And there was uh, supporters of Palestine gathered in Times Square. That one, by the way, was endorsed by New York City's chapter of the Democratic Socialists of America. In case, in case you're wondering where that lies. Oh, okay. Okay. Great. Thank right. you. I'll be right there supporting them. And then there were counter-protesters wow. kind of met up in New York, in uh, Times Square. That was kind of like the focal point yesterday. What was the group that, Diener, you just t- talked about? Pro-Hamas Israelis? What, were, what was it? What was <laughs> the group possibly that you, be? Uh, what is wrong with these people? Yeah. They're, How confused are they? They are uh, pro-Palestinian Jews. Okay. Who were protesting against Israel, saying Israel is not a state and... They're a fraud and all these different things. Okay. And I mean, I'm very confused. I, th- those people are extremely confused. Okay. And, and we were having this conversation, Bill, during the news, and you were getting sound. But uh, this is how do you stop a hatred that's uh, hundreds of thousands of years old? I mean, this is a hatred that you're born with. Uh, you know, as, as a child, you heard your parents say, you hate this person because they live across yeah. that strip and they're Israeli, therefore you hate them. Right. Or you hate this person because they're Palestinian. That's the way it is. And, and it's inbred. Which is baked into the problem with what IDF forces are facing now because we've got not only human shields. I heard something like yesterday, one stat was there's a million school-aged children oh. in Gaza that, that are being used by Hamas. You don't think they're radicalized? No. Yeah. And also, so. just to make the joke, urban, completely cramped, deadly, door-to-door warfare that includes, oh that includes booby traps and human targets. That This is what they're facing. This is going to be one of the most horrific things of all time. And, and, and Hamas doesn't, well, I'm sure Israel doesn't care right now either because uh, Netanyahu said he's going to change the face of what the earth looks like. By the it's, time they're done, it's already having an effect on uh, you know vigils and rallies and you know just the, just, just the increase in fear throughout the world. There, there was an incident at UF in Gainesville uh, at a vigil last night that that is actually kind of crazy. Um, the Gainesville paper is the Gainesville Sun is reporting that some of the crowd of about a hundred thousand people said they feared they had heard gunshots. Wow! Because there was some kind of a noise. But none were found. But it still caused a stampede. The same paper is reporting at least 30 people were in the hospital. Oh, jeez. This is a little bit of what it sounded like when that broke out from, you know, people's TikTok accounts. <laughs> you know, it's a scary wow. scene. And that kind of fear, that, that, that's what terrorism really does. It creates fear throughout all societies. Right. And it makes you change your life right. because you're so fearful. 
Uh, it's, so that was a pro-Israel rally, and they thought somebody started shooting people? Yeah, it was a, wow. it was a vigil for, for the victims. Wow. And uh, triggered a chaotic response. I would just, you know, if you got, we have a lot of listeners who have kids at UF in Gainesville. Just, just call them, find out what's going on. Yeah, the kids, the kids check across, in on your loved ones. Maybe neighbors across the street had three kids went there. Yep. I think one of them's still there. I'll, I'll have to check. And just to confirm, it wow. turns out there was there wasn't a gunshot. There was just panic that caused that. We figured it was but what, that's what a balloon popping or something. Or, you, you know, know? could have been anything. Wow. Yeah. That's uh, that's sad. And, you know, you're right. It's here. Here's a peaceful, you know, demonstration on a school campus. And right. You got to worry about your kid getting hurt because they're running because they fear for their life. Right. Over something that wasn't even a bullet. Closer to home. Looks like President Biden's going to make a speech today. I, I, OK. I, does anybody really care? Is he whatever he says? Is it going to ease any fear that you may have? No, I'm concerned he's going to screw it up more. Oh, God. You think he can't be? He can't be that stupid, can he? He's already given. Let me see. He's given the terrorists the money to fund this war for Hamas. I, you know, he keeps on saying he's on Israel's side. I, I'm concerned. I think the guy's a turncoat. I'd, I'd worry about him giving funds to more funds to Hamas. Look at the goodwill they could create if they said we're going to refreeze all funds to Iran in wake of this until we can get more. You could even, you know. Qualify and say, till we get more information and blah, blah, blah. Look at how good that would be. Nah. Is it, like, who would be against that? Oh, Iran needs that money. Nah. Ah. I think the money's already gone. I think it's already been put in a bank where nobody else can get their hands on it but Iran and the terrorists. Uh, there's a new report, at least according to uh, Fox News. Hamas says it's not going to negotiate on hostages until the fighting ends. Mm. So that's lovely. How many hostages do they say they have? At least 18 Americans. I don't know how many. Thousands? I don't know. 18 Americans is the concern. Biden better address that today. Jeez. And he may not. All right, lighter news. We're almost, we're rolling towards Halloween. It is. It's right around the corner, isn't it? We're getting closer and closer. And this is what? This is the annual list. This is <laughs> the most popular list of couples costumes that are going to be at your party. At work, maybe. Or coming to trick or treat. Cringy or not. Okay. All right, it's a foregone conclusion. It's going to be a lot of Ken and Barbies coming. Oh, it's probably going to be the only thing you see, right? Is that cringy? No, it's cute for now. <laughs> well, it depends on the it people, depends, I guess. It depends, <laughs> I know. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, if you're you're really heavy and you're trying to wear a Barbie outfit, it might not look cute. Well, I was thinking the cringy part would be Ken. Oh, it could be too. Yeah. I don't know. How about this? Cruella de Vil and a Dalmatian. Come on, what's wrong with that? Yeah, I like that. That's creative. Yeah. Like I an thought, actual Dalmatian. Yeah. Well, you know, people might be upset about having the dog with you. We dressed up one of our dogs as a lion last year for the Lion King for Nora. Awesome. Just put on one of those things around his neck. But See, she with, looked just like a lion. With this one, some poor boyfriend or husband's going to be dressed up like a Dalmatian. <laughs> How about Harley Quinn and the Joker? They're still around? Of course. Okay. <laughs> but you got to look. I mean, okay, look at the women you're trying to replicate, though. Well, you know, that's the problem. That's right? the problem. You right. know, Harley Quinn. Come on, that, let's be honest. It's Margot Robbie. <laughs> yeah. Margot Robbie, right? Yeah. Actually, there's two Margot Robbie now: Barbie Margo- and Harley yeah. Quinn. Oh, that's so, right. I mean, yeah, you're trying to you ever, look at her body for God's sake. Oh, yeah. I have. That's a, that, <laughs> <laughs> on the big screen. <laughs> yeah, it's like, come on. You know, you're not going to look like her. I don't care what you. Well, unless you look, you're built like her. But I don't know many people who are built like her. Here's one that actually made the list: a plug in an outlet. Oh, I've seen, that's kind of stupid. <laughs> We've seen that at a party. Uh, it's cringy. Yeah, it's kind of. How about right. I saw a cringy costume one time at a, at a costume party? Serial killer. 
And it was a husband and wife, and the wife had a knife, and the husband was a box of cereal. She was a cereal killer. I'll give it a pass only because it actually involves like blood and guts. Okay. I think so, it's kind of funny, though. All right. I, I still think Halloween That's costumes cute. have to be scary. We had we used to have a big hollow the radio station used to have the big Halloween costume. And I will this was years ago. I remember the guy that won. He was a person in an electric chair. Oh my god. And gosh. the electric chair worked. Well, oh, it geez. looked like it worked. Awesome. He was uh, he worked at like Pratt Whitney. He was some kind of special electrical engineer. It was the greatest wow. costume ever. But he carried around this chair like attached to him all oh my night. Gosh. It looked just like old Sparky. Uh, it's one of those costumes. It's a lot of work. Yeah, it was a he but he won. See, he, I, he won hands down. I could see why. I'm too scared to have scary costumes. And he said, why? And he, <laughs> because I'm I'm a, I'm a wuss. I scared myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've got uh, we've got Trump in New Hampshire. RFK is running for president. Both of their reactions to uh, to Israel, and then we've got I don't know if you saw any baseball last night, but good for Major League Baseball. What an ending to a great game! I, it, it wasn't probably one of the greatest plays we've seen in this this season at least. It really was good. All right, that and more coming up next. The Seth Loto Morning Show. Keep it here. I was in synagogue on Saturday morning, and that's why we had constant alerts. When we came out of synagogue, we heard the booms, all the booms, and there was no one in the streets. Some people that got out of Israel, actually, before flights were suspended. That guy's name is Gabriel. He flew into JFK in New York from Israel, and now he's not getting back anytime soon. American, United, Delta of all suspended service, obviously. To Tel Aviv, I, I think everybody has. There was, however, there was a story yesterday that uh, I think it was Channel Five had somebody from here uh, volunteered, got on a plane, and flew back to Israel to go save his family. Wow! And I'm thinking, wow, you're going back to save your fa- young guy. And I'm thinking, how are you going to get out? I know. If you get in, how do you get out? And boy, that that takes a lot of guts. I guess you figure you're not. Wow. I don't know. It's it's you know I I or or. And I, I'm not trying to be callous by any stretch of the imagination because I can't imagine living in that kind of environment. But do you think the people of Israel are more prone to know how to handle a war because they've had so many attacks? I don't know. Maybe. It was always explained to me you're surrounded by people that want to kill you. On every side. All the time. It's terrible. It's, yeah, it's like, Wow. I don't know. And it's it's such I we talked about this yesterday. I always wanted to do that whole religious route and you know walk the way that Jesus walked and, yeah. and that whole thing and I'm like I just feared for my life. We had an opportunity to, uh not us but the girls were one of those legacy deals. Right? Because of, you know, Lauren's family and I said not and it was right after uh the 2020 election I said not now. It's I don't know when, but it's something's going to fall apart over there. We'll be incredibly weak with Biden in the White House. They well, probably appe- appease the terrorists. I, I don't want. I don't want my family over there. Sure enough, took a few years. But yeah, look at yeah. God. No, well, don't say it as you said yesterday. Don't say what's next. Be afraid. You said it before. Biden is uh, scheduled to deliver remarks today on the attacks on Israel. We'll see what he says I, and how long he talks for. I don't think it's going to be long. And I think he's going to say that uh, you know we're with Israel. From what I heard yesterday. The Biden administration, whether it be this president or somebody in his administration, uh, they called every arms supplier in the world and said, speed up whatever, how you make a missile or speed up how you make that bomb or speed up how you make that plane. And we're going to send them as much as we possibly can. What the problem is, what do we have left? Because Ukraine has all of it. 
anything that's excess as far as our military goes, I think Ukraine's already got it, right? How that looked bad before, now how bad does it look? Yeah. Especially when the one of our biggest were sending to Ukraine, right? And one of our biggest allies is under under attack and under siege, and, and we got nothing to give him because we gave it all away to somebody else. They did. Uh, he'll probably reiterate this today. They did open up funds. I think it was like something like eight million in aid going to Israel or something. I don't know what the exact amount is. He'll probably reiterate that today, and he's, he'll say that's what we're doing. And uh, I, I, I hope so, but I mean, we need to do a lot more. Yeah. And now, 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 does the cry change, Bill? Because. You're funneling all this money to Ukraine where people are like, okay, why are we doing that? Yet we don't have the money to give to Israel because we've already given so much to Ukraine. I don't know. Does the cry start, okay, stop giving money to Ukraine and let's support Israel? No, they won't listen. I don't think, I mean, you should. It's the way it should be. You think so, though? I don't think so. I, I, I don't trust anything this guy does. So you're asking the wrong person. In the meantime, this, as expected, went off yesterday. RFK Jr., he's in the race. And that's why I'm here today. I'm here to declare myself an independent candidate. That's a big crowd. Yeah, it was a big crowd. Wow. A lot of support. He's got, uh, he's got a lot of followers. He's done a lot without, with very little advertising so far. It's funny, right now on Fox & Friends, he's talking about Israel. You expect to see a lot more media opportunities from RFK. Now, well, that, now, now that he's in the ring, yeah. Now that he's yeah. independent, he can—he's the only candidate in that party, so to say, because it's not really a party. But they're asking him specifically about the 31 Harvard student organizations who are supporting I, Hamas, and I—I'm curious to see what he says. Was he a Harvard guy? I think he was. I think he was too. I think he went to Harvard Law actually. Yeah. So it's—it uh, should be interesting because the president emeritus of Harvard is appalled that there are 31 anti-Israeli groups on his old campus. Oh, he should be. He was what like, about the current administration? I, they, gonna, they have to say something. I, it's, I don't know. What are they going to say? Oh, we believe in free speech for yeah. all of our children. Sure. We tell our students to, you know, pursue their dreams. But you're not, you know, it's beyond free speech. You're picking a side. Oh, you're, I agree wholeheartedly. You're, you're picking but, a side and you're supporting the, the one that are, that are associated with the terrorists. They're too stupid to realize that. But they don't realize. They think the poor Hamas people, poor Palestinians are getting beat on by the Israelis. And that's how it's always been. They're freedom fighters. Yeah. They're anti-colonists. Yeah. Sorry. You lose your moral high ground when you go after women and kids. It's over. I I agree with you. They're they're barbarians. Well, even in World War II, it was important to keep the national pastime going. It kind of like takes your mind off horrific things. It, it entertains. It kind of, in, in many ways, it, it keeps the nation together. That's why we have pro sports. You can take it too far, but it's important to have. And last night, perfect example of why baseball is important. This was great. It's probably one of the greatest plays I've seen in a baseball game in a long time, actually. Who's the guy in the outfield for the Braves? Who was that guy? Harris, his last name Boy, is. He, he the catch he made and then the throw. But they give credit to the third baseman, too, by the way. Braves were losing almost the entire game to the to the Philadelphia Phillies, 4 to nothing. They went ahead 5-4, but the Phillies were rallying in the ninth inning until this happened. Harris at the track, he leaps, and he makes the catch! Harper might be doubled up! The throw gets away! The throw to first! It's over! You would think that was the winning play of the World Series. It what was. a great call. It really was. The second baseman missed the throw. The third baseman comes running in and picks it up and throws it to first, and and they get Bryce Bryce Harper, right? Is that who that yeah, was? Yeah, they doubled him up at first, but the catch in the outfield for this kid was right at the wall. Oh. Game-saving catch. It was incredible. It really it was great. is. He climbs 
And then he slams into it. But then he slams into it. He spins around and he throws the ball. I'm like, what a throw! Good for baseball. Yeah, it was. You it know was... what? They needed a they needed an event at a game like that. They made some good changes. They sped up the game this year. They made it more entertaining. Uh, attendance is up like 30 percent overall. Oh, really? Good for them. So they're tied at what? How many games did they play? In this, this Best playoff. of five in this round. Okay, so they're tied at 1-1, and now they're going to Philadelphia. That was in Atlanta, right? Right. So they go to Philly next? Yeah, that's that, great They go to back see, and though. forth? Okay. Yeah, good for baseball. Good. All right, good more. Uh, well, we got rapid fire coming up next. We'll uh, cover uh, Israel, but a lot more fun stuff, too. We'll balance it out coming up next at the uh, just past bottom of the hour. Keep it here next. The South Florida Morning Show. <laughs> rapid fire? That's my fault. It's all right. We're, groo- we're grooving. <laughs> we're, just, we're just dancing along here. We don't need here. the official rapid fire intro. Yeah, that's okay. We, can, we can just do it. You know? it's, it's too late for that. It's all built into the cake. <laughs> Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire there it is. on News Talk 850 WFTL. Well, after that, shopping on after that brief yeah. musical interlude. <laughs> okay. We got all the headlines. Uh, we'll lighten it up with some stuff, too, because I know it's been a crazy, crazy week already. Jen's got the first one. I, I guess the biggest, obviously, we all know there's a war going on between Israel and Hamas and Palestinians. And uh, it, it, Netanyahu, the, the prime minister of Israel, has basically said he's going to change the way that uh, the Gaza Strip looks. They're going to annihilate the pet Hamas and the Palestinians, See, unfortunately. One of the things I'm concerned, there's a lot of things to be concerned about with this, unfortunately, just realistically speaking, but I'm concerned domestically. You know, there's a lot of these protests going on on both sides, New York City, Chicago, even looking like Sydney, Australia. I know it's not domestic, but... Yeah, did you see that? It's really strange. These pro-Palestinian groups, pro you know, what it turns into be pro-Hamas, because I don't know how many people know any better, but there's, you have both sides, like in New York City, one side of the street is pro-Palestinian, the other side is pro-Israeli. It's like, you just hope these protests don't turn in It's a little mini violence. wars. Yeah, yeah. It's, unfortunately, if, if you're Jewish and you live in this country right now, I'd be afraid, especially we brought this up earlier in New York City. And it's, it's, and sure, it's sure to lead to another rise in anti-Semitism. There's no doubt about there's that. There's no doubt about it. So it's it's like, just be careful. But uh, will you hear from our fearless leader at 1 o'clock this afternoon? Oh. Uh, they're going to have him take a little nappy nap beforehand. So 1 o'clock, he's going to come shuffling out, and he'll address the nation. And I'm probably put all of us at bigger fear. He'll make <laughs> so. a pre-planned speech, not take any questions, and shuffle away. Yeah. So I the only Three thing, days after it started, by the way. Right. Oh, well, he was having a barbecue bill on Saturday, yeah, you know, and then Sunday did something else, so I mean, come on. So anyway, that's I, that, I'm done talking about this mm. because it's just depressing. Well, the other uh, the other piece of this thing is what Netanyahu said yesterday. One, one of the things was this. Hamas will understand that by attacking us, they've made a mistake of historic proportions. Mm. We will exact a price that will be remembered by them and Israel's other enemies. For decades to come. There's another piece of this wow. we were wondering about. Like, the Jewish people who are in Jewish Arab towns, and there's a lot of them throughout the area on the border. Israel announced this morning they start distributing rifles to volunteer teams, just citizens, in, oh border, in border communities. Which I'm really, I, part of this thing I was really surprised about, wow. and I guess I should have known. I didn't realize there were such strict gun laws for citizens in Israel. Can they not yeah, have guns? I guess it makes sense because they didn't want those getting into the wrong hands this whole time. But yeah, they I, can't that, have guns. that really actually did surprise me that the, mm-hmm. that citizenry wasn't as armed wow. as I thought it was. Yeah, it's, it's true. 
I know. I didn't know that either until, you know, yeah. obviously everything started to happen. At least 10,000 rifles would be handed out. Wow. wow. Eventually <laughs> followed by helmets and flak jackets. That's a different society. Now, there's something we can't relate to. Yeah, I was going to say, how do you relate to that? That's crazy. That's poor people. Well, I saw this story, Bill, and I thought about you because you mentioned this. I think last week we were talking about popular Halloween candies. Yes. You know, Twix and you know Snickers and everything. Almond Joys. Almond Joys. You throw those out. No, you don't. Reese's are always at the top of the (laughs) list. But we also mentioned Skittles, and you mentioned that they're like banned in Europe. They're plastic. Well... Apparently, Europe isn't the only place that knows that they're plastic because now in California. Oh, oh well, wow. There you go. Yeah. The People's Republic. <laughs> <laughs> California will officially ban Skittles. That is. So now there's going to be a California black market for Skittles. You're going to have people doing back alleys. crack on one side and Skittles <laughs> on the other. That's what's going to be they in L.A. ban Skittles. <laughs> Starting in 2027, uh, Gavin Newsom signed a bill. 2027? Yeah. Four so years still, from now. Still got some time. So you, you can, can, you can just stock up and yeah. just stuff your walls full well, of Skittles. You know, it's like when you ban a, a narcotic, you got to get it off the street. You got to have some time. You got to clean up these Skittles. People are going to be arrested <laughs> for illegal possession of well, you Skittles. You can't feel the rainbow now. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> this is, it was the California Food Safety Act that he signed into law, which targets food products that contain things like uh, brominated vegetable oil and potassium bromates and... Red Dye 3. Oh, the Red Dye 3. Which yeah, is the one that always gets you. It's in Skittles. That's even worse than the Red Dye 2. Yeah, you don't want that. It's in Pez, Hot Tamales, Double Bubble Gum. <laughs> double so, Bubble. Was uh, apparently, they're going to be things taking away all things. around. Yeah. Oh, You'll God. see it at Halloween. So if, so, so if you get any of that stuff, just throw it away. <laughs> or it might not be a bad idea wow. to stock up on Skittles and just find some California kids, some refugees yeah. from L.A. Yeah. And say, hey. <laughs> some Skittles for you. Go go to the California border. Start selling Skittles. (laughs) Holy cow. The black market for Skittles is about to go up. (laughs) Oh, good God. Watch out. I'll give you a choice. Crazy guy in New York or good news about the Fort Lauderdale airport? Crazy guy. Yeah, absolutely. Crazy guy in New York (laughs) has not been identified. He jumped into the reflecting pool at 9-11 yesterday. I can't figure this out. Gosh. He he threw himself in. It's a 30-foot drop into the basin. Much to the horror of all the other people who were at the 9-11 memorial. And then, after he has this gash in his head and he's got blood all over him, he crawls through this reflecting pool to, what do you call where it goes into? The abyss? Which is only like 18 inches deep of water. It's not deep. He falls another 20 feet and falls into this abyss. But he slides over the edge and just drops. You look like a seal. And he dropped over. Uh, the fire department had to rescue him. He had, they think he had a broken leg. Uh, he was suffering back pain. Of course, he had the gash in his head. Uh, they still don't know why he did it, but his comment to the 911 responders was, I did it for my father. Oh. So whether he lost his dad Yeah, I'm sure his dad wanted him to do that. Right. Wow, but it's, he got banged up pretty badly. Just wow. another public example of the mental illness that is run yeah. rampant in this country right now. How far of a drop is it if you jump it? It would be quite a ways, I think. Plus, you'd have to climb up over. It's like this, not a railing. It's like a, like a, I don't know. It's like a whole wall with that's made of metal and the names are carved out of it. You'd have to hop that to get to it, to get into the water, to go down to the abyss part. I don't know. Jeez. I really hope they don't put up some type of like barrier or oh, railings God. or anything like that. Because now. of this one idiot. Right. Well, now you know, now that people know about it, they'll stop somebody from climbing. 
It's yeah. kind of like when you know if somebody goes through the gate at the, at the fence at a zoo. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's your own fault if you get eaten by the gorilla, the lion, or the tiger, or whatever mm. it is you're trying to get to. That's crazy. Sorry. Unreal story. Wow. All right. A lot of crazy news, a lot of serious news. Let's lighten it up a little. Does, do you have an emergency pizza in the freezer? Anybody? Always. Now, just in case, no. an emergency frozen an pizza. Emergency gotta frozen have one pizza. pizza. Nothing else is ready for dinner. You don't really feel like going out or doing yes. anything but turning on an oven. We just got our frozen pizza yesterday. My emergency pizza. It's the backup. <laughs> yeah. It's I call those that's lazy food, is what that is. You, could call, you could call it lazy pizza. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. It's lazy pizza. Well, Domino's has a marketing promotion. I call this good market. We like good marketing. Emergency pizza. Huh? Domino's is cutting in on that action, <laughs> offering a free emergency pizza for the next four months. How do I get if, said emergency pizza? If you order online and spend at least eight bucks, they'll add a credit for one free medium topping emergency pizza to your account. Do with it. You can eat it then. You can freeze it. Whatever it is, as long as you're covered. Wow. It's a good marketing point. I think it's smart. That's yeah. brilliant. Basically, it's a half price extra little pizza you have. Yeah. You know, That's a brilliant to... idea, though. It is good. I have to call Domino's. <laughs> See, now I want pizza. I know. See, that's always the problem. I know. Yeah. Want to go order one now? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mushroom pepperoni, please. Hello, fifth floor. <laughs> you ever Don't worry the f- if the light's on. Just brought it. Bring it in. Bring you it have in. to be here around 1230 to see the food that's delivered to this place. Oh, I know. Like crap people eat. Oh, oh I see it. <laughs> it's piling in. It's like we don't exist. We're on an island. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's all finish off with sports, guys. Sports. Oh, color us surprised. Yes. <laughs> this is actually, in case you're not paying attention, there's a lot of, you know, wild things going on these days, but sports is always the best distraction for our nation. How about hockey and basketball coming back? This week. Well, you know, the only reason I know that is Bill has a Boston Bruins shirt on. Finally. Well, this is one of my my few long-sleeve t-shirts. It is 30 degrees here in the studio when it's overcast. That's correct. It's it's a Costco (laughs) freezer in here. It's a Costco. We could keep our emergency pizza in the corner. Yeah, it would be perfectly fine. Totally fine. You would, you would and have, I'm hot. Oh, be perfectly oh, that's a you there. problem. Because yeah. I am in in regular life, I am never cold. Really? Yeah. Ever. Wow. It's a studio thing. It's a gen it's a thing. Gen <laughs> thing. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, I'll go turn it off. I keep on telling you. Well, I don't know when fine. you guys are freezing. That's I, why I'll I wear a jacket it. every day. <laughs> so you that look way like you don't the have to be hot. The north over there, but okay. So sports. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> um, well, the Boston Bruins start their season tomorrow. Tomorrow. Did you say it's their 100th season of hockey? Yeah, 100 seasons. That's awesome. So wow. That's a big deal. Are they the, who's the oldest hockey team? Well, they're the original six. They, right. You know, them, Canadians, Leafs, yeah, Blackhawks. Was it the, not not the uh, Red Wings? Red Wings, right? Yep. They're in there. So, but tonight, the NHL actually starts. I mean, it's the start of the season tonight. You have the Tampa Bay Lightning. It's the first game of the season against the Predators at 530. The who? The Nashville Predators. Then you have the Chicago Blackhawks, who have the number one pick there. What's uh, Connor Bedard? Connor Bedard, 18-year-old phenom. Yeah. He's taking the ice for the first time in the NHL. like a Sidney Crosby? Well, funny you say that because they're playing Sidney Crosby and the Penguins Uh, to start uh things off tonight. 8 o'clock, so that's a big one. And then the the Kraken play the Stanley Cup champion, Golden Knights, at 10.30. Is it in Vegas? Because I'm sure they're going to have their banner raising. So tonight's the banner raising. They're going to have the whole celebration. And the Golden Knights beat the Panthers. They open up their season on the road Thursday night. The Panthers? Yes. I still think the Seattle Kraken should call their home arena the crack house. You got to do it. I mean, it's right there. (laughs) How do you not do that? Live tonight at the Crack House. Wow, that would be great. The Crack and host the Kings. Jeez. That's, that's brilliant, actually. Oh, and I did mention basketball preseason starts tonight, but the regular Again, season starts ended. in a couple weeks.
It just ended. Basketball and hockey ended around the same time. Oh, my God. Thank God yeah. it's back. Oh, it's you great. You know what it is, though? Hockey players aren't obnoxiously loud and in your face like the basketball players are. It's because wow. they're Canadians. Well, they're oh, okay. very polite. <laughs> I, I, either or that or they already got, the other. <laughs> yeah. they got too many helmets on and they don't speak to them. I don't know. Sports. It's all back. Sports. Wow. <laughs> Got a little, uh, one little update, the latest uh, going on in Israel, but we'll talk about, once again, our favorite story of the day, the Great Pumpkin, a real one. Coming this up thing's next. massive. I just want to know who bought it. <laughs> and more coming up next, the Self-Loaded Morning Show. Keep it here. We'll just give a little quick wrap-up on things to look forward to and the news that we'll be talking about tomorrow morning for sure. First of all, Biden's address to the nation. We know when that is? Late morning? When is that? One o'clock. One o'clock today. And uh, President Trump is going to be on Capitol Hill. Yeah, today was supposed to be the big rally for, I would assume, Jim Jordan. Yeah. He's probably going to try to rally the troops, uh, whether or not. Uh, they say that those two are neck and neck, by the way, him and Steve Scalise. I thought Jim Jordan would be the sure win, but I it did doesn't, too. doesn't look like that. And uh, this new from... President Trump's Truth Social account. Would you like Uh-oh. to hear it? I would love to. I'll just give her the first line. Rondi Sanctimonious has the poll numbers of a wounded bird falling from the sky. Oh, oh my God. You can guess the way the rest went. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Before we wrap up, we'd like to give you once again, if you missed it the first time around, our, our favorite story of the day with all the bad news that's out there. Doesn't it make you feel good that there's a real-life great pumpkin in the world? Oh, great pumpkin, where are I'm writing to the Great Pumpkin. Well, he's probably writing to Half Moon Bay, California, which apparently is the premier pumpkin festival in the country. That's where everybody goes. But one Travis Ganger, Ganger, I don't know how to say his name. He's from Minnesota. He is the proud grower of the largest pumpkin ever. Actually, it just broke the world record that was won by some farmer in Italy last year. Italy? Yeah. This is the he broke the world record, so he gets a thirty thousand dollar bonus. Very nice. His gourd weighed in at two thousand seven hundred forty nine pounds. It's about a minivan. It's a minivan, and he gets he not only scores ninety nine bucks per pound for this thing, so he gets like twenty seven hundred bucks for it. Twenty seven thousand plus the fifty thousand thirty thousand. So he walks away with like fifty seven grand. I don't know who bought it, but you can't eat it or anything because I'm sure that's full of Miracle Grow and Scots. You open it up inside, all the guts are green. Oh God! Who, and who? How do you get all those guts out of something that oh, big? Oh my God! As one big spoon. Wow, jeez. Anyway, on that note, we leave you. Enjoy. By the way, Powerball 1.73 billion for tomorrow night. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow at six o'clock. Thanks so very much for being here. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow morning.